Snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Saturday. Is shortly after my video yesterday, we got the rejection at 44,800 and we came back down to test the 100 day moving average with the candle low at 40,675. We formed a higher low exactly like what happened when we initially came down from 50,000. Notice how we cleared the volume below 44,800, then formed a higher low before seeing the continuation to the downside. I want to talk about whether or not we're going to be seeing something similar for Bitcoin to potentially see continued downside, how altcoins are reacting to this. And now that we've seen not only a retest of 44,800 as a resistance, but we've also seen a retest of 41,950 as a support, we can start looking at the volume. We'll also look at this 100 day moving average right at that 40,800 ish level. And we'll talk about what what we're seeing when it comes to the bulls versus bears, who's in control. And if we look at just the six hour where institutions love to imprint their volume, it's not as popular of a time frame. Of course, for those that have been tuned to the Cypress channel, you know, I love using the six hour chart. Notice how we have yet to see and you know, a, a extravagant amount of buy volume. We're seeing ascending sell pressure here and we're seeing descending buy pressure. And this to me is a concern. The fact that we came down already below 41,950, even below 40,000 on the 21st of September. And now we've already come back down again below 41,950. I told you guys a second knock on this door is going to be quite the show for the bears because they're clearing volume in this range already. And so we could just assume that the forty one thousand nine hundred fifty to thirty thousand dollar range has already been cleared out. If we start to see more downside below forty one thousand nine hundred fifty, where we know that's the major level, the potential of us coming down to thirty six thousand five hundred to thirty four thousand seven hundred eighty eight becomes a lot more likely now. And this is a concern because it puts us below all daily moving averages and things of that nature. So this is an extremely important time for Bitcoin. We'll look at both ends of the equation. The bulls and bears are extremely important on this channel. And so we'll see what would it look like to see a successful rescue operation. But so far we came down, we stair stepped our way up and then we immediately saw some institutional sell pressure. They wanted to sell their Bitcoin, I guess, at forty four thousand eight hundred. And they were willing to take prices all the way down to forty thousand. Once again, this wasn't the first time this happened. Does that tell you the psychology behind institutions thinking that, OK, maybe there is a another destination in mind and it might be lower? Well, I think that that's certainly on the table. Remember, I really want to see some volume that equates to the type of volume that we've been seeing since the move below 50,000. We have yet to see buy volume equate to this a lot of, you know, large spikes of sell pressure. And so that is a concern for me. I think at this point we could assume that we go into the more micro time frames, if we start to come back down to forty one thousand nine hundred and fifty, the potential of us breaking down below the thirty eight thousand dollar level becomes very likely. And so there's two ways this could play out. Let's first look at the downside scenario since we're seeing downside right now. When you reach a destination, I talked about this yesterday, you either reach destination and turn right back around. And so that could just be a wick. I think thirty eight thousand would be the most bullish, bearish case for Bitcoin right now if we start crossing below forty one thousand nine hundred and fifty. But another way you can reach a destination is you come to that destination 
and you have a cup of coffee. And at that point, you have to start monitoring the smaller time frames to determine whether the next move is going to be a continuation in the same direction or a reversal. And that's going to all have to do with the volume that we see. But so far, you can see as much as we do have some buyers in the market, the type of sell pressure we're seeing is institutional when we see these large spikes and the type of buy pressure we're seeing is more retail as we just see it kind of descend away. And so notice how if you look at the way that we came to test 44,800, we initially saw the rise in sell pressure that brought us below 40,000. And then notice how we only got so much buy volume. And as it started to descend and run out, we got to 44,800. And then the institutions decided to start selling. And, and so this to me is a concern when it comes to volume. And so for the upside at this point, we have to get back to 44,800. I think that a second time at 44,800 is a very positive thing at this point. And that could be even a stronger pull for Bitcoin to start heading towards 47 and 48,000 where we have the weekly and monthly open. But until that happens, we have to start monitoring this range between 41,950 and 44,800. Now, if we go into the daily chart and we really start to look at what range we're in, the current daily candle, which closes in 17 hours, is fully above 41,950. So we could certainly also say here for the bulls that 38,000 is just not yet on the table until this daily candle comes below 41,950 once again. So understand this as well. Remember, we talked about the altcoins that would potentially start bleeding out against Bitcoin. And notice how with this Ethereum to Bitcoin chart, we formed another new low. And this is a major puzzle piece for all altcoins because I told you guys above 65,000 Satoshis, Ethereum does have the potential to see one or two days where it outperforms Bitcoin. But when we see these downside moves, you immediately start to see these altcoins like Ethereum first shedding away more value against Bitcoin. And so the downside moves when Bitcoin dominance is in early stages of reversal are what are very, uh, you know, um, impactful to these altcoins um, that cause them to bleed out. And so the Ethereum Bitcoin chart still looks bearish. The fact that it's forming new lows, the Ethereum to US dollar price wasn't able to even get much above 3200 before seeing some downside pressure. Remember, 3454 to 1980 is the range. I don't believe that if Bitcoin, you know, uh, you know, can't get above 44,800, um, that uh, Ethereum uh, even has the potential at this point to get to 3,454. Uh, we have to see Bitcoin get and conquer that $44,800 level. Uh, up until then, the more sideways price action and these large swings to the downside that we see with Bitcoin, it could really put Ethereum in a vulnerable place to come back down below 2,000 because that's how big this range is and every time we've been in this range we've sliced through when we broke 1980 we sliced all the way up to 4000 when we broke down from 3454 we sliced all the way back down below 2000 and so when we started to move above 1980 for a second time we sliced right back above towards the $4000 level uh, and now we're back below 3454 so the likelihood of this just kind of slicing like butter down to the high thousands, uh, you know, low $2,000 levels for Ethereum uh, is highly likely in between the range of 3454 and 1980. So we're not being bearish on this channel. We're just being the umpire. 
and giving it to you how it is. The total cryptocurrency market cap chart is yet to break 1.78 trillion. That is buying us some time to see some sideways price action. I think that's going to be really telling to see futures markets open here and uh, traditional markets, you know, really start to play their games tomorrow where institutions are going to start hedging their bets. Uh, I think that could really give us some hints as to what's happening to the cryptocurrency market and where we're going to potentially go. Bitcoin dominance still not coming down below any of the May lows, potentially double bottoming here, which is why we're seeing Ethereum to Bitcoin kind of fall off a cliff every single day. It's forming new lows. The altcoins outside of Bitcoin failing to form just another high from what happened on the 10th of September. We're already seeing some downside here. Um, this is a huge puzzle piece because this is also a lower high and we couldn't surpass the May highs, indicating that this is a macro puzzle piece that could potentially be assuming this right here is the lower high and there isn't further upside for the short and medium term for the altcoins outside of Bitcoin. So very interesting stuff happening. DXY still inside of the range, keeping it neutral, keeping the markets kind of at bay. If we cross above 93.82, that's what I'm watching to see some volatility to the downside. We cross below 92.62. That would be good for the bulls because now we can start to see more relief uh, away from downside pressure on the assets as the dollar value, uh, you know, uh, could potentially come down. So uh, we really want to monitor this, but we're above the weekly monthly open. So the duck is bullish on the DXY right now. Um, and then commodities, not much happening here, but the S&P 500, I want to wrap up here and talk about us coming above this 50 day moving average so far. That's a great thing. That's what we want to see as we start to see Monday come into the equation. We really want to see some strength at the S&P 500. That would be great for the crypto market. That could really put the potential for Bitcoin to come back to 50,000 at some point or another on the table. Uh, as long as we're not coming back below this 100 day moving average for the E-mini futures contract at 4,300, um, that assumes a healthy environment for the cryptocurrency environment. So a lot of revolving parts happening right now. I think that the main thing to realize is uh, Bitcoin has been stair stepping its way and it's been moving sideways. And every time we've seen institutional pressure and volume come in, it's been to the sell side. Uh, and so I think that that's a major puzzle piece. If we were to just kind of wrap up this video and talk about maybe the daily candle and how that closed yesterday, we did get sort of a bullish tail, but it was a red candle, the volume indicating more sellers than buyers. The concern for me right now is institutions are in control uh, and every time they get the chance, uh, they're pushing price down. And so I don't know what destination they have in mind, but I believe 36,500 is going to be the first area we'll start to see volume. It'd be a garden variety retest of a previous resistance when we first came uh, from the $64,000 level all the way below 30,000. Uh, you know, this was the market structure resistance. Uh, and so since we've broken back above 50,000, we've never come down to test this. I think this would be the initial place we'd see some volume for the downside um, and then potentially come towards 47,000 at some point to see a little bit more sideways price action for Bitcoin. It's a large asset now. You know, we're talking seven, eight hundred billion dollars. We, we don't need to, you know, expect the worst here and see 20, 30 percent drops on a daily basis. I think that the institutions want to keep the price afloat. They're going to let the retail traders buy up some of these dips. Um, but for the overall macro trend here, we have to realize that these institutions, as they're starting to sell, they're looking for places to accumulate. And so for the more macro view, I think that maybe uh, we come down to thirty six thousand five. I'm just going to throw out a scenario on my table that I've been talking about on this channel. We come back up to forty seven thousand after the test of thirty six thousand. 
500 and then maybe at some point or another it's probably gonna have to be fast we come back down below 26,000 to test this major structural support that dates back uh, to 2020 uh, I think that this is a, a very very uh, big area of interest for institutions to potentially want to accumulate um, and so we know they want to get these lower prices um, and I think that this could be a very possible scenario as it won't put Bitcoin below its previous all-time highs that follows the rule that as Bitcoin breaks a new all-time high, it never comes and retests it but it puts us close and allows institutions to get those final positions and so I think that that's the big downside scenario that we could expect here nothing crazy to be honest though I mean if we just look at where prices now to the max severe downside scenario it's less than 50 percent at this point you know for those that have been in the market since Bitcoin uh, you know broke 10,000 that's not a big deal right um, but for those that have been a little bit uh, later to the market uh, maybe that means that you're gonna have to be a little bit more patient um, now for the upside we get above 47,000 48,000 we have this monthly and weekly open as I've been saying um, now we can start talking about a potential push back up but until that happens we cannot assume that the trend is bullish right now. We could certainly say that we're still in a bear market. I think that that's the right thing to say because that means we're closer to the end than the start since we've yet to form any further highs from 64,000. Uh, and so a lot to monitor here and I will be traveling tomorrow. So I'm going to try my best to get a video out. Uh, but maybe this might be the last time I show you guys my beautiful view here in Greece. And I thank each and every one of you guys for tuning into the snipers channel today that's it i want to wrap up this video now and remember to smash the like button for the youtube algorithm so that we can hit a hundred thousand snipers on this channel with that thank you all for tuning in today i think that's all i wanted to cover until next time snipers out <laughs>